Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. Alright, so I hope you all had an absolutely wonderful weekend, and I hope you intend to have an amazing week. Today's show, we're going to have Kelly Marie on. She is an absolute beast in the gym, but also, more importantly, a beast at being a mom. Instead, we're going to have her on the show, and we're going to go through, you know, some ways to help women who may be looking to go to the gym, but they maybe have a challenge walking through the front door. We're going to talk about some of that gym intimidation, and more importantly, some ways you can just push through life in general and overcoming those mental obstacles. All right. I think you guys are going to get something out of this. I think you're really going to enjoy this one. As always, if you do enjoy it, please like, subscribe, and follow me. Follow Three Pillars. Follow our journey. And uh, let us know what you think. In the meantime, as always, keep pushing. Greatness awaits. Awesome. So we're live and you are a go. <laughs> so I try not to get too much information about you before you got on here. Would you mind giving everyone a brief background about yourself, who you are and what you do? Uh, is anybody on here? Yeah. Hello? Oh. No, I'm trying to figure out my head. Is it showing? <laughs> Okay, got it. All right, you ready? What do you want? Yes. All right, awesome. I'm gonna go down so here so that some privacy. Okay. All right, relocating. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, what do you need? All right, awesome. About so- me? <laughs> About you. It's all about you. Tell the people who you um, are, what you do. I'm Kelly. I'm 33. I have two kids. Um, I'm a personal trainer and I like to work out a lot. I'm a stay at home mom. Dig it, dig it. I don't know what else there is to it. <laughs> busy. I see. I see. So. We covered that you're a personal trainer. Um, Obviously, you didn't come out the womb as a personal trainer. So would you mind giving the people a little bit of information about your journey, how you've gotten to where you are? Um, I've always been into fitness. I was a gymnast for a long time. Um, And then had my kids. Well, I went through paramedic school before that and then found out I was pregnant. Can't really start the fire academy being pregnant. So that kind of went that way um then after I had my kids and I decided it was time to take myself you know where am I going to go next not necessarily take myself back because that person that I was before them really doesn't exist physically wise so started my journey into working out getting fit and you know once they hit like right around two one and two, I, I knew I needed something besides being home 24 7. Right. And uh, I'm pretty educated, I guess. I love to help people. And so I was like, well, why not do what I like to do? Make a passion out of it. Dig it, dig it. Getting my certifications and 
went with it. Heck yeah. So just so we can give people an idea of where you were versus where you are, I have a picture. Took me a little bit of work to get this just right, so we'll go and let them see that. Yeah. So So the first picture... The first picture on there was like six months into actually starting. So that that was after Taylor, my second one. And that wasn't even like my first, first picture. It was just the first one I found. So it's a pretty long journey, but made it. So roughly how long did it take you to get from the picture on the left to the picture on the right? Um, Not quite through years so it's like two years and ten months or something like that because taylor will be three next month so the first year is a rough year i believe it you want to see changes you want to see it all but you got to keep grinding i believe it so before you hopped on, I told the people our topic for tonight will be covering intimidation. And so I feel like that'll be a good time. Right now would be a good time to go ahead and lean into that portion of the conversation. So would you mind giving us okay. your piece on that? So I know January is a really popular time for people to want to get back into shape. And um, the gyms are crowded. Like, you know, everybody's in there. So my my type of training, I like CrossFit. And... Um, I will never forget the first day I walked into the CrossFit gym. I started at Triple Crown, and I walked in there, and there's all these amazing fit people. And here I am, first picture, like, oh, God. Um, They're throwing up weights like it's nothing. They're ripped, you know. And you're like, man, I don't belong here. Um, You just got to swallow it. You just got to go with it and kind of really think to yourself, like, okay, why am I here? I'm not here for them. Not, I'm not here to compete with them. I'm not, you know, you're here for you. So just, once you get that first day out of the way, it's like, okay, I can do this. Right. But you'll come to find out that most people are more welcoming than you think. You know, yeah, people who are extremely fit and throwing around weight like that, they've trained years for that. And they're just in their own world. That's what's happening over there. They're not paying any attention to you. But <clears throat> intimidation and walking into a scary gym, it's, it's, it's hard. But, you know, life is hard. It's just like walking into a new job. Right. Definitely agree with that. I mean, it's not uncommon. I mean, I feel like I've spoken to countless people, you know, upon our initial conversations. And I asked them, what has stopped you from going to the gym before now? Like, before you came to me today, what prevented you from taking this step? And more often than not, it's intimidation. It's the idea that when they walk into the gym, they think everyone else is looking at them. They think everyone stops what they're doing. Like, hey, look at that new guy or look at that new girl. Yeah. And it's not like just saying from where I am now to where I was, like, I can promise you when new people walk into the gym, now me, I'm the person now that will walk up and introduce myself and say, hey, you know, I'm not going to offer fitness advice right off the bat. That's not what they want to hear. They just want to feel welcome. They want to feel like they belong there, too. So smile at them and move on with the workout. Right. I mean, there was a girl that when I first walked into Triple Ground, her name's Addison, and um, she made the biggest impact when I walked into that gym. 
and let me tell you, she's like one of the strong, fit, crazy people. But she walked up to me with the biggest smile on her face as I'm standing at the counter like, uh, I don't belong here. And she came up and she was like, hey, how are you? How can I help you? And because of that is why I continued doing the workout that day. I'll guarantee you're not yeah. alone. I'll guarantee, I'll guarantee you're not alone. I would say there are probably a lot of people who went through the door and probably, you know, didn't stay long enough to get that warm welcome and probably left. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to go as far as to say as a lot of women probably hit that roadblock yeah. more so than men. And so yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I feel like there's a big stigma around women in the gym and if women lift weights they're going to get like bulky do you know how hard it is to bulk it's hard (laughs) it's not an easy thing to do right um it's going to take a lot more than walking into the gym and lifting weights to get bulky and most women aren't going to get bulky unless they intentionally do it which takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of nutrition it takes a lot of i won't do it but lifting weights and women I think has become just it's getting better put it that way it's getting better um, women are strong they're they have just as much right to be in the gym as men you know just as much right to use a barbell just as much right to use as heavy as a barbell and I think some men get scared by that but, I agree Definitely yeah. agree. And why I do you think? think the, what's that? So why do you yeah, think that is? Do you think women struggle with that? That's a good question. Um, I think society has labeled women as they have to look a certain way, and that I don't like one bit. But you know, you have to be thin. You have to weigh a certain amount at a certain height, and. According to the charts on WebMD, I'm obese. I'm, I'm not obese. Right. But, you know, I think that's what a lot of women struggle with is they struggle with their physical appearance and the number on the scale. So they walk into the gym and they're like, I want to lose weight. Well, you might lose weight, but that's that should be your main priority walking into the gym you should be doing this for you mentally physically and emotionally so i I don't know i have a hard time with that one i get that i like what you said about the whole image thing what's that i like what you said about the whole image thing it's true you know especially women who've had kids they expect society has made it to where they expect you to bounce back and it's like are you kidding me I just carried a kid. Like, I just grew a baby. Like, what am I bouncing back to? I'm not that person anymore. Right. And that's that's hard. That's a hard men- mental shift because for so long, you've seen this person in the mirror. And then after you have a child, your body's different, especially more than one child. But I feel like a lot of women don't get the encouragement and the support is no you can do this even if you have stretch marks and loose skin which i have but you can still be strong 
you can still be healthy. You can still be fit. Even though you've had a child and your body's different. Right. I dig that. I really do agree with that whole portion you said about, uh, you know, the scale and the whole image thing. Because when I meet clients initially, uh, I mean, everyone initially is like, yeah, I want to get toned. I want to get ripped. I want to drop 50 pounds. And you're like, all right, man, like, <laughs> that sounds really cool. But why? First, I'll tell right, you why. So, why? so. You know, and then I guess it's like, you know, someone weighs, I don't know, 140 pounds. And they're like five, five and whatever. It was randomly out of my head. Sorry, I was reading that. Oh, you're fine. Uh, but and they're like, well, I want to drop 15 pounds. And I'm like, why? Like, why, why do you want to weigh a certain number? What, what does that do for you? Is it because it's up here and you feel like you need to see that number? I have seen people completely recomp their body. And their number on the scale stays the exact same. Mm-hmm. So... No, yeah. I don't even get on the scale much. I don't really care. Um, but that took that took a while. That that was a lot of me working on me mentally. You know, saying that number doesn't matter. That number doesn't define who you are. You know, if you feel good, if you look in the mirror and you're like, all right, no, I can handle this. If you're in a gym and I don't know, say you hit a back squat that you thought you could never do. Take those instead of that number on the scale and own those strengths. That's what's going to define you, not the number on the scale. Heck yeah. Heck so. yeah. Heck yeah. All right. So before we go any further into this conversation, uh, I believe you have three tips for people that want to overcome intimidation. All right. And let's go ahead and start with tip one. I don't remember what I said. I got you. <laughs> A compelling reason. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you? Um, I mean, I guess this goes back to your why. Like, why did you decide that you wanted to even pull into that parking lot? What made you feel like, I want to go to the gym? You know, was it? Because, I don't know, it makes you feel good. It's your stress reliever. It's, I don't know. Why did you decide to go? You have to stick with that. When you walk in the door and you're intimidated by whoever's there, close your eyes and think for a second, why did I come here? Why did I decide to leave my house, get in the car when it's 20 degrees outside, and go to the gym? I mean... We all have a why. It is not everybody knows, you know, what that is immediately. And that right. may take time too. I definitely like that one. I like that one. I feel like your why can be a really big driving factor, especially when it's yeah. cold outside. Especially yeah, you just got you're super freaking tired and you're like, man, you know, I really yeah. don't feel like one, but you know. Let's see. It is. It's a driving force. You know, I'll be the first to tell you there's many times I am not perfect in any way. There's many times I've pulled into the parking lot at the gym and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. My kids kept me up all night. 
I don't want to do it. And then I'm like, you know what, Kelly, suck it up, grab your stuff, and walk into the gym. And, and I guess, you know, being a trainer, you know as well as I do, yes, other people have us to hold them accountable, but our ultimate goal is not to keep you forever. Our mm-hmm. ultimate goal is to see, okay, this is really funny. The way I, <laughs> I kind of refer to my clients as like baby birds, <laughs> where I feed them <laughs> and I teach them to fly and then I let them go. Right. I want to right. see them succeed. You know, I want to see them fall off in six months. I want to see them continue so that in a year we can look back at their progress and be like, oh, yeah, look at her. Look at him. Like, they're doing great things. Heck, yeah. So. (laughs) I like that. I think we share that philosophy. I remember uh, once upon a time I worked at another gym and I noticed it was really about maintaining people. Like they would be like, hey, so you need to try to get them to sign back up again. And in my mind, we already reached the objective we had on paper. I'm like, I've told this person everything they needed to know to get where they want to go. They're happy. Why would they want to stay? You know, right. why would I want to be longer? So, you know, and that means that may not mean staying at one gym. You know, for me, I started a triple crown and I will thank them forever for what they've given me. You know, they, they started my journey. They were with me through my journey. But, at, you know, the time that I left, I was ready to take a different direction. And that doesn't mean I'm going to quit. That doesn't mean anything. That just means I was ready for something else. Right. I relate to that. All right, so let's go ahead and get your second yeah. tip. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> this might be my favorite one. So a lot of times I hear people saying when they walk up to me, it'll be like, just like I said previously, I want to lose 15 pounds in six months. Right. Um, nobody can tell you that. Not even a doctor. Okay, Everybody's body is going to react differently to their diet, to their nutrition, to the way that they take their day, to the way that they exercise. You could be up three pounds one day and down six, four days later. Like, mm-hmm. you got to just throw it away. You got to embrace the change as it's happening. You know, I like when I, I first like started, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I've got to see the scale move. Why isn't this scale moving? But then I started to see my body change. Just little bits here and there. And I was like, all right. You know, and I would say it probably took me a year. It took me probably a full year to realize I can't put myself on a timeline. My body is going to do what my body is designed to do at whatever rate it goes. Right. Because, again, this is my, like, mantra. Health and fitness is for life. I live by it. I breathe by it. I sleep by it. It is for life. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have days where you don't want to go. You know, women have that time of the month where it sets them back. And that's fine. You're going to get sick. But you just have to keep going. It's just like your job. Just because you have a bad day at the office, that doesn't mean you quit. Hmm. You might go in the closet and scream and yell and say, I hate my job. 
then you get up the next day and you you go again. <laughs> like, but I feel like that's a lot of where people tend to not correlate those two is, you know, yeah, you go to work to make money to feed your family, but health and fitness is for you. Mm-hmm. You can't go to work and feed your family if you're not healthy. Right. So you have to throw away the timeline because all it's going to do is mess you up up here. You're going to let yourself down and then you're going to want to quit because you're not meeting these expectations that you set for yourself. So instead, you know, aspire. You know, in a long-term goal, one day I would like to feel this way. You know, not in four weeks I need to lose 10 pounds and lift 120 pounds over my head. Like, they're just unrealistic goals. Because if you don't hit it, then you're, like, mad. And a lot of times people give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you have a question, actually. It says, Kelly, what would you say to a woman who's stepping into the gym for the first time? Ever? Like, never yeah. being in the gym ever? Ever. Um, my advice would be to call the gym beforehand. Like, call and talk to the owner. You know, get your questions out of the way. Hey, what kind of gym is this? What kind of equipment do you have? You know, is there men and women? Is there group classes? That way, when you walk in, you're not just overwhelmed by what's happening. You know, because, John, you and I both know, sometimes at Iron Rig, it's a madhouse. Right. You know, and someone who's never entered a gym before is going to walk in and be like, yeah, I'm out. Right. So my best advice would be to call and figure out when you can go in and feel comfortable. If that means that you go in at four o'clock when there's really nobody there, go at four o'clock. Have the owner meet you. You know, that way you can talk to them and feel comfortable. Most of the time, most owners are going to introduce you to the people that are around. So that's my advice. Or take somebody with you. You know, a friend that you feel confident with. But, you know, sometimes a lot of times women like to have that partner in crime. But, yeah, I would say that. That was solid. You have another question. Says Kelly, how do you handle when you're on the roll doing well, then you get intimidated by not seeing results right away? Because I don't want results right away. I, I I just don't. I know that my results are not going to happen right away. You know, progress takes time. And I've already had that expectation, I guess. And I guess that's why I am where I'm at right now is because without those failures, I wouldn't be where I am. So, you know, a lot of times in order to grow, we have to fail. You have to learn. And, you know, just like we talked about previously, if you set yourself up to say, I want to lose X amount of weight by X amount of date and you don't hit that. So why did you do that in the first place? Why would you set yourself up knowing that, scientifically nobody can determine how much weight you're going to lose in a week yeah you can give a rough estimate but don't do that to yourself (laughs) because what if you don't hit it then what 
Right. I like that. I like that. Which leads us right into that third tip, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys would not believe how many times I've gone off my macros. I've skipped the gym. I've fallen on a box jump. I've bailed on a overhead squat. I mean, there's so many times when I was learning a bar muscle up. Okay, as a gymnast, I feel like in my head, that kind of stuff should come easily to me. But a bar muscle up is not easy. It, it is not. I tried and tried and tried. And I couldn't get it. But in order to keep moving forward and learning, okay, well, I did this wrong. And so I need to work on that. You have to fail to grow. Nobody's perfect. Nobody. Now, one person is going to walk into a gym and nail every single skill that you hand to them. They have to work for it. And they have failed. But they don't let it take them down. They embrace it and they learn from it. And that's how people grow. The bottom line. I like that. I remember when I came to work out with you uh, the very first time and I was freaking not doing well at all <laughs> with the freaking, what was that? Uh, what was that? Probably power cleans or front squats or something. Yeah. Not doing well yeah. at all. I could not do the elbows right. Elbows yeah. just. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I got a little bit better the second time around and yeah. you're definitely right about, you know, just coming back in, not being afraid to look silly because no one's really watching. No. You know? Some of my people, like if someone's watching you and they're freaking, they got the time to make fun of you, they're not working hard enough. They're wasting yeah, their freaking you time. Know then look, you know what that means? That means that they're watching you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's because they see something in you that they want. Thank and that's you. usually driving consistency. If you're continuously doing something over and over and people are making fun of you, it's because they may not have that inside of them. They may be the person that fails something for the first time and walks out of the gym. So by you being that person that says, okay, I'm going to get this pull up and you keep trying and you keep trying and you keep trying. You have to reverse that thinking. Somebody else is watching you. And if they're watching you, it's because they're, they're learning from you. You know, I guess I've had to shift my mentality a lot. I used to feel like when people are watching me, I get with like I would get like nervous, like I would go back into my shell. And then I was like, no, I don't really care if they're watching me. They're watching me for a reason. I don't know what that is, but I'll continue to try and I'll continue to try. And one day, all of those failures that you had. It's going to click. You're going to get that bar muscle up. You're going to get that pull up. You're going to get that push up. You're going to get that box jump. And who knows, maybe this, you know, is something else. Maybe it's your nutrition that you have to struggle with. You know, a lot of people struggle with macros and one day it's going to click. And you're going to be like, oh, really wasn't that hard. Because you just kept trying and you kept trying. And there it is. 
but you would have never learned it if you didn't fail along the way. True. True, true, true. Mindset is everything. Heck yeah. It's probably one of my favorite things, but it's probably one of the most important ones, you know? It is. It is. And, you know, ultimately, when you take on things like this, you know, your health and fitness, people don't understand that not only does it help you grow physically, but it will help you grow tremendously mentally. Your mind becomes stronger. Your body becomes stronger. And within that ties within emotions. And you learn to perceive things differently. Dig it. Which is true. I mean, if you look at the military, for example, I mean, they do a lot of physical training. But it's because yeah. they already understand that the stronger you are physically, the more you have to endure physically. Mentally, you have to, you know, be just as strong. You have to be able to understand yeah. that, yeah, this may suck. But if I go a little bit longer, I'll get there. If I push a little bit yeah. harder, I'll get stronger. So, I mean, it's definitely evidence of that in multiple areas. Yeah. You know, and just real quick, like touching just because you said that back on the timeline, you know, in the military is a little different. You have to hit certain sets. You have to hit certain numbers. That's kind of a different. I don't know. That's a little different. But when you go into the military, you know this in advance. So Mm -hmm. those expectations are a little bit different, you know, but. Where I was going with that. Okay. Dig it, dig it. All right. So, in the meantime, while that's, you know, settling, what are some words of wisdom that you have for newcomers or just people in general, especially those that are considering embarking on a new journey or trying to make fitness a part of their new lifestyle? Do it for you. I mean, seriously, do it for you. And if you don't do it for you, ultimately, you won't, it won't be a lifestyle. If you're trying to impress somebody else, you aren't going to give it the same drive. You aren't going to give it the same grit as if you were doing it for you. So unless your heart is into it, 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 it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, and that's the honest truth. I, I don't like to be that person. I guess I do. But I, a little bit brutally honest, but it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. And if mm-hmm. it was easy, everybody would do it. But I mean, you wouldn't see people struggling. Not everybody would want to have rewind. So, the hard part is discipline. You know, when it comes to nutrition, okay, I am starving. So kids are eating chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Like, I'm so hungry. Okay, but instead, you could have taken an hour out of your day on Sunday and prepped some chicken, grab a bag of broccoli. It takes 30 seconds. It's discipline. You know, motivation is a feeling and it will come and go. Like we talked about earlier, you know, there's going to be days where you're like, it's freezing cold. My house is warm. I didn't sleep last night. I don't have the motivation to go, but discipline is going to kick the ass and you can go. Mm-hmm. 
I like so that. I feel I like, like a lot of people get those two mixed up, discipline and motivation. Mm-hmm. Discipline is what drives motivation. I mean, more often than not, I mean, even if you start off not motivated on your way to the gym or whatever the case is, because you're already disciplined and you already had it in your plans and in your mind that I need to go do this no matter what. After that first set, at least I find for myself, after the first set of whatever that thing is, motivation kicks in. I'm like, oh, shit, yep. I'm here. My music up. Yeah. I'm do some ready to get this thing going. Yeah. And think about it. Motivation didn't get you to the gym. Mm-hmm. Discipline got you to the gym. Discipline, dedication, and consistency are going to be the three things that, you know, help you make this a lifestyle. Because like I, you know, said earlier, you're going to have setbacks. There's going to be days where you're laying in bed because, you know, for instance, you're a female and sorry if too many people are watching this, but you have pain so bad, you don't want to get out of bed. Well, guess what? It's a part of life. It, it is. And but if you get up and just walk a mile, that's better than doing nothing at all. Thank you. So, you know, you don't always have to go to the gym and hit heavy weights and, you know, kill yourself. But no, you just have to keep going. You cannot just stop because you don't feel good or life happens. You get fired from a job or because it's going to happen. You just have to keep going. And I think I said this yesterday. It's like brushing your teeth. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get up and you brush your teeth. You get up and you shower. Okay? That's when this becomes a lifestyle. And more often than not, people are like, well, I don't have time. Okay, running through your day. And there's like four hours in that day or five when they're not doing anything. Like, you got to want it. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it popped in your head in the first place. So my words of wisdom are find that why again. Take that why and drive yourself to why you want to be better. Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to be better in the gym? Do you want to feel strong? Do, I don't know. Do you want to compete? Whatever that is. Do you want to look good for your kids? Uh, whatever. Use that why and drive yourself to be better. I like that. I feel like the why is definitely fundamental, you know, because mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier, there's going to be days where you just don't feel like it. Like there's going to be days where life happens and you're just like, man, yes. everything sucks today. But like yeah. I tell my clients, you got to be trying to be like a, an emotional attachment is what I tell my people. Like whatever is your reason, get emotional about it. Like it has to be that important to you that if you don't get it, you'll feel horrible. But, but more or less, think about how you'll feel when you get there. Think about how to yeah. feel six months from when you can actually play with your kids and you're not tired. Or how to feel when you can walk up and down the steps and now it's not so challenging anymore. Like that's going to yeah. be freaking phenomenal. And those are things that people need to take instead of being little mole hills and make them a mountain. Okay, just because you didn't hit that number on the scale, I don't care about that. What I care right. about is you're up right. and you're moving. Those are the things that people need to focus on. Not the timeline of, I want to lose this amount of weight. I want to be able to lift this much weight. I want to, I don't know, I want to be a size four. Just random things like that. Those aren't the goals that you need to be reaching for. 
the goals that you need to be reaching for are the things that you didn't do before. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's raining and pouring outside, what would you normally do? Sit inside under a blanket next to a fire watching a movie? You know? But now, say you went to the gym and you walked on the treadmill for 15 minutes. That's awesome. Use that as your, I want to lose 15 pounds. Because those kind of milestones are what is going to keep you moving. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going to make you better. Heck yeah. I mean, you head on with that. I feel like your why definitely has to be convincing enough to convince you to take action. Because yeah. like when people say things like, yeah, I want to lose 15 pounds. And usually my thing is why. I'm like, why do you want to lose 15 pounds? What made you come up with that number? Because that's super random. Out of all the numbers, right. you chose 15. Why are we here? I know people get fixated on this number that they want to see at the end. And I'm like, okay, but what if you surpass that? Mm-hmm. Like you can't fixate on a number because what if you don't hit that number, but then in the end you have an amazing body fat percentage. You have an awesome lean muscle mass percentage. And then at the end you're like, Oh, I didn't hit that number. Why? Why do you care about that? You, you want to be healthy, mm-hmm. healthy. That, that doesn't mean you're a certain number. Right. You know, right. so I don't know, you know, I mean, I can kind of go back to what I posted about my journey is a lot of people say to me, you make it look so easy. Yeah. Maybe now. Let me tell you, (laughs) there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears Mm -hmm. that made that look easy. A lot. There were days where I cried. There were days where I would get so mad because I didn't hit a lift. I would have to go out to my car. Because if not, I was going to lose it in the gym. I did that. I did that. But... From what I've learned from that is once that timer stops and you end your watch or whatever, you know, that's that. Okay. You don't don't take it with you because if you take it with you, it's it's just going to eat at you. So instead of taking it with you where you failed, use that. And next time you'll do better. You'll do better. Maybe you were having a bad day. Everybody has bad days. Right. I dig that. Uh, Definitely. (laughs) It happened to me yesterday. I mean, nobody's exempt. Nobody's exempt from, you know, bad days. Everybody has to play by the same life rules. You know, some people just wear it better. Yeah. But, you know, that's one thing I hear a lot is you make it so easy. Well, three years ago, I couldn't do a push-up, so. Right. Hey, it's progress, man. I can now. <laughs> but I didn't quit. I didn't let life take over. I didn't let, you know, the bad days take over. Because it happens. I've been sick where I was out of the gym for a week. But I went back, and it sucked. But I went back. But that's part of making it a lifestyle. 
Mm-hmm. Because you get sick doesn't mean that you're starting over. But I like that. I like that. All right. So just give a quick recap of the tips that we talked about tonight. So tip one was having a compelling reason. Mm-hmm. Tip two was throw away the timeline. And tip three was embrace failure. Yes. And I just want to go ahead and say thank you so much for coming on. I know it was, you know, a little bit of a debacle actually trying to get in. <laughs> I appreciate you Respect for taking the time. Dig it. <laughs> so uh I didn't get the opportunity to put it in here, but can you tell people where to find you if they want to follow up with you and see what you're about? Um, I do have a page, um, but you can just find me on Facebook. It's it's public. It's just Kelly Marie, K-E-L-L-Y-M-A-R-E. Um, I'm pretty easy to find on there. <laughs> or I'm always, always, always at Iron Rig. Like, I feel like I live there. Second home. It is. <laughs> I remember when I came back off my hiatus, I was like, yo, this is pretty much home again. Like, I'm either here or I'm at home. Like, literally, I'm at the yeah. gym or I'm in my house. I really don't go to many other places. So, yep. <laughs> yep. but awesome, awesome. Thanks for coming on. And I would love to have you on again if we can make the make the time and make it happen. You did awesome. Thanks. All right. And Awesome. I want to thank all you guys for sticking and hanging tough. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the material. If you did, drop down below in the comments and tell me which of the three tips you're going to start applying to your life tomorrow. All right. Yeah. And uh, you can also share this video and please follow up with Kelly. Hit her up. She's a cool kid. I think you guys have definitely <laughs> get a lot of things out of her. <laughs> all right. All right. And, uh, I'm sure I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, that's going to do it for <laughs> Have a great night, and as always, keep pushing. Your greatness awaits.